What's up, everybody? This is your 10-Minute Checkpoint Podcast with Sancho West. And today, we are going to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League, my review in 10 minutes. Put 10 minutes on the clock. Let's go. Oh, my God. Man, what an unbelievable experience this was. Zack Snyder's Justice League, available now on HBO Max, is by far one of the coolest things, not only in superhero comics, but as well, movie cinema history. Just to give you a little bit of backstory, essentially what happened is Zack Snyder had this idea to have this crazy long movie at the same time as well. He did have some unfortunate things happen in his family, the loss of his daughter. So he had to step away from the Justice League project. Water Brothers saw the direction that Zack Snyder was going, decided that it was not the right direction for the movie franchise in itself, in the whole DCU extended universe, decided to back out of Zack Snyder's vision and hire Josh Whedon from the Marvel vs. Avengers side of things to complete the movie. And what ended up happening there is basically they scrapped 90 to 80% of Zack Snyder's movie. Josh Whedon comes in, a lot of reshoots happen, a lot of green screen action happens, a lot of digitally erasing mustaches from Superman's face happen and produce... The Justice League from before. And okay, that movie was okay. The original OG Justice League. There were some moments in it that I really liked. There was a really cool moment that they had with Danny Elfman's score being the OG, using the OG Batman. There's a couple of cool moments at the end where Superman finally shows up. He has some cool lines. Like that kind of stuff is missing in Zack Snyder's Justice League. However... This is not about the OG Justice League. We are talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League review. And I have to say, I've seen it two times. That's right. I sat through it twice. We're talking about four hours apiece. (laughs) And it, it doesn't really feel like four hours, to be honest with you. This doesn't really feel like a movie. It doesn't feel like a TV show. It feels like its own thing, its own experiment. And I think it's what it really is leaning on that's quite fascinating, I really believe, is that We are into this binge watch culture, right? We all love binge watching things. We have no problem binge watching 12 episodes. We don't care. If WandaVision was released all at once, we would have binge watched the whole thing um, all at once. And that's the thing that what makes this Zack Snyder cut so special. It's essentially a binge watch session with Zack Snyder's DC Universe, which I got to say... We all know with Zack Snyder, either you love him or you hate him. It's just, that's it. Either you love the slow motion style, either you love the tableau, the painting by the frame kind of vibe, where it's just you're sitting in this moment and and this is what you get. It's very poetic. It's very artistic. Either you love it or you hate it. There's just literally no in between. I mean, and that's where most of this movie is. I love that stuff. I eat it up. And the best part about the entire thing is I absolutely love spending this close intimacy time with these superheroes. I love the tableaus of Aquaman. I love the tableaus of The Flash. I love the moments of Batman. I love the moments of Superman. I love the moments of Wonder Woman. And man, talk about a glow up from the OG Justice League to the new one, Cyborg, played by Ray Fisher. Unbelievable job. I just saw in an interview with BuzzFeed, Zack Snyder said that they wanted to make this a cyborg movie. And wow, having that cyborg movie as a centerpiece works really well in terms of the drama. 
but I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. I love this movie. I absolutely recommend you watch it. If you are a DC fan, I think you're going to enjoy it as well because for the longest time, it was basically Dark Knight, you know? Dark Knight, best DC movie of all time. And I, I, I agree, you know, it's one of the best. It's Christopher Nolan's universe is really good. But there's just some things that Zack Snyder does really well that, that makes this work. And it shouldn't work. But, you know, Zack Snyder from 300 to Watchmen, Sucker Punch, to, to even Batman versus Superman, right? It's just one of these things that I, I feel like he wanted moments to breathe and he wanted to experiment with just long, chill moments. And it for me, it, it just works. I mean, the movie, again, is four hours long. I think the best parts of this movie is that you finally get to understand who the Flash is. You finally understand who Cyborg is. They both have epic moments. Like the movie doesn't just lean on Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman all the time. Even Aquaman, right? You get this great rounded cast. You get this great rounded sense of these superheroes working together. And it, it, it rather than giving like the OG Justice League, they all had one note, right? Flash has one note. Cyborg has one note. But with this four hours you get to spend with them, you get to experience all the different layers of each character. So when they do pop off, they pop off. And holy spoilers right here. I'll give you a second. Think about spoilers for the differences between the Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon's cut is that there's this, there's just moments where you just get pure goosebumps. And you could say that these moments are not earned. They're not in a sense, like how MCU came out, you know, with Captain America picking up a Thor's hammer, like those moments or at the end of Endgame. Like, they're not these kind of moments. But I bet you if this was playing midnight at a, you know, a movie screen on IMAX and you got a bunch of DC fans in there, the hype would be just as real. Because I felt this hype sitting in my room at 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, whenever it was, and watching it. And I felt the hype again when I watched it for the first Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, every time I watched it, I felt the hype. And this thing, there's just, like, the moments when the first time you see Flash literally running so fast that he breaks his shoes. Like, that in itself was amazing. Like, goosebumps up and down my spine. The moment when Flash, at the very end, reverses time. Like, that in itself was an amazing moment. And it gives the Flash so much more. And by far, the Flash is the one of the, has the coolest moments added to. The glow-up is so cool. Like, in the different variations of how they approached his speed, the way they showed it, they, it didn't have that goofy slow-motion running style. It didn't have that too much. They blurred his hands just to live. And I really think that running style, it was added post. Like, that's just all the stuff they had to reshoot. And it just didn't look good in Josh Whedon's Justice League. And then Zack Snyder's, he looks so cool. The way he blinked at some moments, the way he uh, repeated himself over and over again. Like, there were some fantastic, clever ways to see the Flash. And then that ending moment, just pure goosebumps. Like, took my breath away in awe because that's where Zack Snyder, like, escalates. The cinematography the grandiose, right? That was really cool, man. And there was just some moments where they actually felt like a team. The Justice League. And and 
And then we're gonna go a little bit time. I'm asking for a little bit of time extended here, please. But essentially, there was some like the, the way they handled all the characters make it so good. And, and I haven't even touched like okay, let's go through it real quick. Cyborg, right? Cyborg has some great dramatic moments. Cyborg has some amazing character development, has some crazy arc as well. The emotion there, the depth is there with Cyborg. And the, the, the football scene was really cool. And, and the way he he's using the action sequences are really cool. And even the end. You remember that end in the original Justice League where the Superman and him pull the things about the mother boxes apart? In the original, it felt like it was just two bros lifting heavy weight. Right? It was like, oh, look how strong we are. Oh, I'm strong too. But in this one, it meant a lot, man. You saw him accept that he is no longer Victor and that he's Cyborg. And he told his like his is the mother box that was portraying his dad. He was like, "No, I am embracing who I am now." And then, man, Wonder Woman and the Amazons just so good. Like you get a sense of how strong these women are, these warriors. And Zack Snyder shows that. I know in the OG, it literally skips a beat and it keeps the movie going. Like I don't want that, dude. I wanted to see these women fight to sacrifice. You know, to the for the defense of Earth. And that was so sick to see these women defend themselves to fight Steppenwolf, right? Such an amazing moment to breathe in, to sit in, to chill with. And at the same time, Wonder Woman, right? Wonder Woman, it's just, that's the Wonder Woman that I really like seeing. Just this warrior, just going in, my favorite moment. And when Steppenwolf says, like, this one belongs to me. And she goes, I belong to no one. You're like, Yes! You don't belong to anybody. Let's go, Wonder Woman. Like, that's what I'm talking about. And all her fight scenes and all her moments were just amazing. And she just, you just, I just remembered what made Wonder Woman so cool. Especially coming off to 1984. 1984 Wonder Woman, eh, you know. But this, this Wonder Woman was awesome. And then let's go ahead and jump to Batman. I'm going to say this again for the people in the back. Batman... Batman, a.k.a. Backflick, is amazing, okay? One of the best Batmans ever. Probably my top Batman. I'm telling you, Ben Affleck has not got a fair shake. People made fun of him for Batman vs. Superman, but that warehousing was amazing. Flawless Batman. People make fun of him because of the Josh Whedon Justice League, but that was not his fault. And he knows it. He knew it. If you watch his interviews when he's talking, that dude was super sad. Super bummed out. Like he drenched himself in bummer sauce in every interview because he knew the reshots he did. He knew how bad it was that it wasn't Zack Snyder's vision and it wasn't the vision that he signed up for. And thank goodness the Zyder cut was released because it shows you how amazing Ben Affleck is as Batman. And I, if you, hey, we could have an argument about it. We could talk about it all day. And I'll probably do my own separate podcast about this. But my argument is, could you think of any other Batman who could nail that warehouse scene, who could nail the Josh Whedon Batman version, and who could also nail the Zack Snyder version? Think of all the different layers that Ben Affleck's Batman is. And I'm not even talking about Bruce Wayne. And his relationship with Alfred from Jeremy Irons is phenomenal. The best relationship between the two Alfreds and Batman, right? Like I, I, I'm just, I, I'm just, I, I'm just amazed because this Batman, the other Batman was grumpy, was 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 always just just like I need to get this team together, I need to get this team together. 
But this Ben Affleck was enjoying embracing this leadership role that he was doing. He was had a great arc. He was talking about being a leader, relying on faith more than reason. And that, to me, what made this Batman so interesting, especially the epilogue, which we'll get into briefly. Again, we're in time extended now, all right? I know this is a 10-minute podcast, but I got to squeeze four hours worth of stuff into a couple minutes here. But I really appreciate y'all listening. Now let's get to, real quick, uh, Superman, right? I really think Superman is, is Superman's the soul of this movie. There's, and it speaks to the kid in me. Anytime I see Superman fly, anytime that Hans Zimmer score comes in, I, I just get chills. And it, it, I've never had a character in cinema or in, in media affect me as much as Superman. And seeing him, that little, that little hologram, well, the score is just amazing. It's just Superman's really good. That moment where they had Jor-El and they had Kevin Costner, they had Jonathan Kent talking, and it blended in. In the you know, it's just so good, man. It's just so good. And Superman's so awesome. Granted, he didn't have that same cool lines that he had in the Josh Whedon Super uh, Justice League, but still, it's he he deserves another movie. I feel like everybody in this franchise deserves another standalone movie like just please i know they're working on another flash movie but just please you know please give us more with this universe please it's so good and even aquaman man aquaman just is the same thing like i i know a lot of people like the aquaman the like the like they're trying to make thor ragnarok aquaman in the aquaman movie but this aquaman still has some still has some soul man he's a really solid aquaman this version uh, that jason momoa um produced or or kind of puts on the film but just just overall fantastic you're gonna love it if you're any kind of justice league fan and at the same time the epilogue let's go ahead and talk about that real quickly the epilogue was just so phenomenally awesome like i mean this the 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 the, the thing you have lex luther which i know people don't like jason eisenberg's lex luther but i i still you know i'm okay with it i accept it and then you have Jason, uh, <laughs> and then you have, um, I'm always going to butcher his name, but Deathstroke, right? Deathstroke played by, what's his face here? Let's see. Played by Joe, Mangi <laughs> Joe Manginello, all right? Apologies. Played by Joe Manginello. Looked awesome. But the epilogue in itself, uh, it shows you that we need another Batman movie, right? Also, we also need a more of this universe because that nightmare sequence where Batman is is leading a whole new team because you know Superman is went to the other side and that allowed Dark Side to basically take over, right? We we need to have that that more like take over. So that sequence features Jared Leto's Joker and Batman, and they have this interesting conversation, and Joker's just just twisting the knife about Batman losing all of his loved ones, including the boy wonder Robin. Cause if you don't know, spoiler alert, I'm waiting for you. Joker killed Robin with the crowbar. And they kind of hint that in the Batman versus Superman. Anyways, that moment showed me that Jared Leto and Ben Affleck has some great chemistry and I want to see more of it. Like what a great written scene between the two. And when in an interview, Zack Snyder says like, I wanted Batman to respond like a human would who's lost everything, who's responsible for the world crumbling, collapsing. And, you know, he just, Ben Affleck dropped some F-bombs in there. He's just, he's just like, he straight up told Joker, I'm going to kill you one day. So it's just quite interesting to see these layers of it. And I know a lot of people hold 
Batman, and they even say he's the world's greatest detective. But at the end of the day, I think Batman is still a human, human fighting these supernatural things, these magical things, these galactic things. And to see that pressure, you know, get to him, I think it's a really fascinating thing. And Jared Leto's Joker, I'm telling you, needs a better shot. I, I could, you know what? We're going to do another podcast. Another podcast about Jared Leto's Joker. Another podcast about Ben Affleck. We're going to, why don't we just quickly, I'll go through, we'll do one podcast, Ranking My Batman. And another podcast, Ranking the Jokers. All right? But that's going to wrap us up. We have, we're in time extended. I know this is a 10-minute checkpoint podcast, but sometimes I got to go a little bit over time. I appreciate the love. You can find this podcast wherever you could. If you do, please rate it. Give it the five stars and all that kind of stuff. You can find it everywhere. But I appreciate it. Peace and love. And comment and whatnot. Reach out to me on social what you think about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Woo! Man, 